Welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you with me here today. This has been a really fun show for me so far. You know, I have my buddy Christopher Hahn on, who I love to mix it up with on politics. I had my gal Della B giving me all the scoop out of La La. Now I got my new buddy, friend of the show, Stan Prouse, here with me today. And I'm so excited. This is, you know... It's like I said on Facebook yesterday and to, and to my friends, this show was, as much as I love politics, this show was an opportunity for me to also um, get some deal with some other issues that I think are important to talk about. And I've been wanting to do relationship segments for a while. And uh, this is a topic that's, uh, divorce is a topic that's that's dear to me because I've got friends that have gone through it. i got a family member going through it now. And so I spent a few months, actually, when I decided I wanted to do this segment, I spent a few months trying to find the right guy for this. And because, you know, not all attorneys are good. You know, I hate to tell you that. I mean, you know, we all know how many, you know, people there are out there with law degrees. It doesn't mean that they're good at what they do. Um, you know, it's like any other profession. You got you to gotta make sure you find somebody qualified. And so I searched for a few months to find out find who I thought would be qualified to come on and do a good job helping to provide information. And to me, knowledge is power. And and I just knew that when I met Stan, that, that he was the right guy to come on. Because what I think was interesting about him, I wanted to provide hope and help for people out there and that's really what what it seems to be about for Stan and so I'm happy and thrilled and honored to have him here with me today so uh, welcome Stan Prowse from the law office of Stan Prowse what an introduction. I'm very pleased to be here, Andrea. Thank you. Thanks. You think you can live up to it? Uh, I think so. <laughs> we'll give it the old college try. Yeah. Um, well, you've been in practice. Just to give a little background, Stan is not just a family law guy. I mean, he has other business practices, um, but he clearly is an expert in family law, and that is an area of expertise. In fact, you're a certified family specialist, Yes, correct? I am. Now, what does that mean, and why is that important to people if they're in need for, for help in this area? Well, it means you have to pass the most god-awful examination God ever created, mm. and then you have to accomplish dozens of different goals. So many of this, so many of that, so many marital settlement agreements, uh, certified family law specialists deserve the name because it's hard work to get to be one, and you don't get to stay one unless you keep up with the literature and go to the classes. So it's kind of like being a board-certified plastic surgeon. I mean, it's somebody that didn't just take the classes and get a med a degree from medical school. They then went through rigorous testing to make sure that they were qualified to do certain procedures, correct? Yes, it is. Okay. Um, now, divorce. You know, that is such a painful, even if it's amicable, it's a painful situation. How do you, I, and I know your approach is to be positive, to try to help people uh, achieve a positive outcome, and, and you even, you know, you like to make it as positive an experience as possible. How do you stay positive in dealing with something so difficult? I stay positive by doing everything I can to get my clients in a positive frame of mind. And okay. What, I, what do you mean? a positive frame of mind. How can somebody have a positive frame of mind in this situation? Okay, let's take a, a lady, maybe she's in her mid-50s, she's been married, she's been a housewife for 25 years or so, her husband says sayonara, mm -hmm. she's going to be crushed. Yeah. She's going to have a very hard time dealing with that situation. Right. I try to get this person to look ahead, okay. to understand that she's about to embark on the rest of her life. Right. And that she can have a little fun doing this. 
you know, right? Stick it to the ex-husband, <laughs> and there are lots. And, so you and, do you have a do you have a copy of First Wives Club in, no, in your no, office? No, I, 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 no, I don't. I don't have one of those. <laughs> I don't have one of those. But I, I don't mean in a nasty way. Right. I I mean to. It's very empowering for someone who's getting divorced to show the other spouse that they can handle it. That they're in control. That they're in of control. Their life. Right. That instead of running for cover and weeping, right. they're confronting the difficulties, they're answering the 90 question interrogatories the other attorney poses to them, right. and they're doing it. Right. And they're going to be okay. Right. And instead if, of being a victim, you reassure them that they have power over their life and their circumstances, and that's something that they can carry forward. Absolutely. Right. And, you know, I, 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 just a little bit about me, Stan. I, I'm fascinated with a story that you probably know well here in San Diego, which was Betty Broderick. And anytime Lifetime Movie Network plays the double feature, A Woman Scorned and Her Final Fury, you know, it's a case of a woman who can't move past it. She chooses not to. She stays in that victim mode instead of being positive about the fact that she still has a great future. And, you know, so I'm, you know, and I think that that's an important message for anybody going through this. Don't be a victim. Them, you know, try to find a way to be positive. What I also think was interesting as I was researching you and meeting with you was that there's things that you suggest to people. Most people don't wake up one day and go, oh, gee, I think I'm going to divorce my spouse today. This is something that usually comes after a lot of soul searching and thinking about it. And um, therefore, it's not an instantaneous thing. And because of that, you're one of the only people that I've seen that offers steps and suggestions to people before they pull that trigger. And you've even got it listed on your website, the five things to do before uh, you, you file for divorce. That was very interesting. What made you think about that? I mean, did that, has that always been your practice or did that just come to you through your 30 years of experience? It shows up over time because you see divorces starting when the client comes in the door and they start in many different places and they start with people being in different situations. So I was saying to myself, okay. How can you position yourself beforehand so I don't have to tell you after your spouse has already racked up maybe $10,000 worth of bills on the American Express card that you should kill the American Express card? Right. Uh, first thing I tell anybody to do is go to all the joint bank accounts, take out half the money. Makes sense to me. Right. Half the money's theirs. Other right. attorneys will go apoplectic when people do that. But, hey, I'm not embarrassed about it. I think it's the right way to start. And you also start by collecting all the financial information before you leave the house. If you're the one who's leaving the house, get all the records. Right. Take them to Kinko's. Make right. two sets of photocopies. Right. Because you better know what's going on with the finances when you come to see me. If you don't, we're going to have a hard time. Right. So, yeah, and that can be really time-consuming, the, the records. But, I mean, I would imagine that since so much about divorce is really about a property settlement, oh, it it's is. about dividing up assets, basically. And, you know, certainly your cash, your, your liquid asset is the most important. And, you know, it sounds cynical to do it, but it's such common sense. It's and like we're, we're talking about dissolving a partnership mm -hmm. plus spousal support and kids. Right. And if there isn't any spousal support, because both parties make about the same amount of money, they're both employed, and if there are no kids, that's what you're doing. You're dissolving a partnership. This has an analog in the business work I've done. So it's helpful. 
Right. To know how you dissolve a partnership. Right. You're listening to the Andrea K. Show on Financial News and Talk, and we're talking to Stan Prowse from the law office of Stan Prowse, and, and he's given some very practical uh, suggestions. And, you know, I would imagine that, you know, he, he, I love that, not just because it's practical, but because it does tie back to that empowerment. Let's say you are that that woman, Betty Broderick, at 40 or whatever, and you're devastated. You find out, you know, your husband's had an affair on you or whatever, and he's leaving you. These are things that you can do to help set the stage for you to have success and to be able to go on with your life and to reclaim some power over your life as well as helping your attorney put your case together, right? Oh, yes. Yes. Another thing I tell people to do is change their will immediately. They can Mm -hmm. also revoke any living trust they have with their spouse. They can't take the money out once they've filed for divorce. But revocation prevents a whole lot of difficulties arising in the future. Right. Um, you know, you're going to be coming on for some for some future segments because we haven't even started talking about custody and when there's children involved and that's got to present or and when there's a family business involved, which has to also be things that complicate uh, the situation. And so, you know, I, I'm looking forward to hearing hearing your thoughts on that. How can people get a hold of you in the meantime? And if you've got questions for Stan, uh, you you know, Stan's going to give his contact information. You could also, you know, contact me on Facebook at Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K5. And then how can people also get a hold of you, Stan? Uh, they can go on the internet and just Google uh, mm-hmm. Stan Prouse, mm-hmm. law offices of Stanley Prouse, Stan Prouse. Uh, they'll get to me. Yeah, and that's P-R-O-W-S-E, the law office of Stan Prouse. So you're going to be back in a couple weeks. I would be delighted yeah, to be back in a couple and, of weeks. Um, and so in the meantime, for all my listeners out there, if you've got a question, you know, shoot it, like I said, shoot it to me on Facebook or Twitter and or, or contact Stan directly. And uh, next week, uh, we've got Holly Hughes from Headline News is going to be going on because one of the biggest stories that's going to be happening, and it's already heating up, is the Trayvon Martin uh, George Zimmerman trial. So she's a, an incredible defense attorney who you've seen her on Headline News and on After Dark, which is like during the Jody Arias trial. That was like the number one show going on nationally. So she's going to be on next week to talk to us about that. I'm sorry I didn't get a chance. You know, I try to save a few minutes at the end of the show to read out some Twitter comments. Uh, don't have time to do that. Although Eric says, hey, the N- if the NSA did their job, why didn't they stop the Boston bombing? Good question, Eric. Hey, thanks for listening to me today. I uh, hope everybody has a great week. Don't forget uh, to tune in next week for the Andrea K Show right here on Financial News and Talk, Tuesdays at 10. Thank you. Have a great week, everybody. And I don't-